Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. something. What's going on y'all? Welcome to the best life podcast. What's up? What's up? It's like nearly summer and I'm loving it. I'm so excited. Yes. I've been spending. So last month was health month for me personally. And, uh, I slept a lot. I was, I was, uh, what's it called? What is it? Uh, I was when you, what is it? The word? No. When you want to be somebody Oh, channeling, I was channeling my inner Danny J (laughs) to sleep nine plus hours a night, every night in April. Okay. But let me tell you this, Cassie Ho, uh, blog a lot. I went to go see her a couple weeks ago and she just out of the blue sent me an Apple watch, which was super nice. She had been posting this little sleep app and I was like, what is the app? And then she reached out. She goes, Hey, what phone do you have? And I thought she was going to send me like a phone case. Cause I like really liked her phone case. I got this Apple watch. And so I think she got it so I could do the phone, the sleep tracking. Oh, cool. But since I have been tracking my sleep, I have not gotten a single eight hours since I started. And I'm like, who am I right now? I can't even get a full night's sleep. But I left literally the first night I wore it, we traveled and I slept for an hour and a half. Like this, it gives you a score, like one to 100. And I got a seven, <laughs> Like he goes, I think you broke a record. Like that's the worst ever possible. I didn't even know that wasn't, you could get that. I was like, yeah, I slept an hour and a half every time I travel. And as much as I do, I don't know why I cannot pack within an hour. Like it takes me 12 hours to pack. I just can't do it. I can't figure out what I want to wear. And, um, it's very overwhelming. And they just bring everything. I do. I bring everything yeah, and it's a same. mess and it's, it's stupid, but I slept an hour and a half and, and we were in Atlanta and we got a really bad Airbnb. And I actually, we actually had to leave the Airbnb and go to another one. Cause it was loud. Our dog was barking. Cause it was so loud. And like, sh- it was just a mess. So I got bad sleep and I'm so upset now I'm tracking it. And I know it was bad sleep. And I'm like, this is not me. I'm like a 12 hour. Person. You're a 12 hour night person. <laughs> Well, let me so ask anyway, you this. Is yeah. it only because now, you know, would you be better off not knowing? No, I like it. It's actually oh, okay. like, I feel like com- I'm competing against myself. Like last night I was so excited. I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to get a full, but then Beasley woke up at two in the morning. I was like, I don't well, think when I'm you came to stay with me a couple weeks ago, we were in bed by like nine. Most nights yeah. you were like, this is amazing, dude. That's was, my preference though. It's so good. I'm always trying to be in bed by nine. The latest. No. Now that I have this, this watch, it's like a competition every day. You know how, like you want to like get your steps up on your phone. Totally. That's how I feel like with my sleep. Now I'm like competing against my own records, but so far my records are not, not that impressive. Yeah. Yep. Um, So I I wrapped up health month. Happy with that. (laughs) And it was so funny because the next day, so like April, technically April. And I was like, this is funny. I'm calling it this because it's not like, I don't want to keep doing these things. It's not like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just going to do it for April. And then I'm not going to do it again. However, (laughs) the next day was a photo shoot May 1st. I had a photo shoot for my new fitness product. And I didn't even, I walked like 2,500 steps that day. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The, I was like, oh, am I like just a, a regular person now? I do the, the <laughs> quote unquote diet for 30 days. And then I'm like, okay, it's over. And I don't walk at all the next day. <laughs> so I've been getting my steps back up this week, but I'm not like trying to get 12,000 every day. I'm just like, yeah. I'll try and get, I don't know, 10 would be great. Yeah. That's but a lot. It was nice. 
yeah, it was nice. I it was a lot, it. but um, yeah. So we wanted to chat today. Actually, it's a great question, and we're recording this during the week of um the Supreme Court decision to what is it? It's like I don't really know the exact details, repeal. but essentially to repeal Roe versus Wade like draft. So this isn't like for sure quite yet, but it's, it looks like it's sort of moving in that direction. And of course you've seen a lot of stuff on social media, um, about, you know, pro-life versus pro-choice women's bodies, autonomy, stuff like that, um, about abortion. And so this past week I had a call with my FBA students and my beginner to business students. And this is really a fun group because they're all so new. And so all of them have a personal brand, which means like Danny and I, so people are connecting with their content, connecting with their point of view, their opinions, things like that. And one of the gals on the call asked me, you know, is it okay to share about an issue that doesn't necessarily have to do with, these are all health and fitness pros, doesn't have to do with health and fitness per se, but you just feel so strongly about it that you want to share it on social media. And she's like, before FBA, I would probably just share it because you know, I wasn't trying to like build a business online. She's like, but now I'm not sure if I should. I've heard like multiple different people say multiple different things. And my answer was that she should, if she feels strongly about something, she should share it. Mm. Um, even if it is an issue that has nothing to do with health and fitness, which is, and this is always the argument from people who don't like hearing from other people on social issues. They go, well, you're, I'm following you for fitness, stick to yep. fitness. I'm following you for nutrition, stick to nutrition. But, and, and I understand that that's why someone's following that person primarily, but they're a whole ass person too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you don't have to follow if you don't want to see their political views. You don't want to see, you know, what they believe in, in terms of if there's like a social justice thing or whatever, you don't have to keep following if you don't like seeing that. And so what I said to this gal was, if you feel strongly, you absolutely should. You don't have to, by the way, and you don't have to not, you don't have to not share and you don't have to share. But if you feel strongly about something, then you absolutely should. If you feel compelled and you ha- and you feel like you're actively holding back then yes, because that is part of your personal brand. And I said, and if people don't like it, then they can unfollow and that's totally fine. And if they really like it, then they'll agree and stay with you. Or if they don't agree, they might still stay, but it's not, it's not about defense. And I guess that was my whole point to her was like, I don't like the idea of being on defense. Now, I don't think you need to say something if you don't, if it's not like a personal charge of yours, you know, I wasn't on the call being like, yes, everyone should be saying something about whatever this, you know, this Supreme court decision. But if you feel strongly, then I, I believe that you absolutely should. I think it is part of your brand. And if you're a personal brand, it's part of your person. And so, but that means, but you don't have to, it's all, it's all a personal decision. Okay. How do you see it? Well, I like this perspective and here I'm hearing it a little different than I first what I was thinking you were going to say, which is you should talk about it because it's your personal brand, but only be- if you are, have a personal like charge or feeling about it. Cause I think there are so many issues and coming from 2020, 2021, there were so many things in the news that were highly charged racism and abortion and the elections and uh, mask COVID mandate. And, the vaccines. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so I felt like there were so many things that I was like, you know, 
some of this stuff, some of y'all shouldn't be talking about, like, let's just say, um, I don't think you have to talk about everything and I don't right. think everyone's qualified to talk about everything. Yeah. And that was what, that was what my point was going to be was that I feel like some people are talking about things that are really not qualified to talk about. There are things that maybe they shouldn't. However, I like that you said that if you feel strongly about it and it is part of like your value system and you feel like you need to say something, then absolutely. I agree with that. I think there are so many things that come out that we could just get upset about everything. And I think that is dilutes your brand. It kind of makes things messy. It can make you come off as like an angry, uh, I don't know what activist political person that maybe that's not who you are, or maybe that's not what you do or talk about. If it is, then like stay, stay in that lane. I think in some places we need to stay in our lanes, but I actually am, I, I am in agreement with you on if it's something, cause I actually did this. It was a couple years ago. There was some other, I don't remember what it was coming up about abortion. And I made a post about it myself. Not that I have had an abortion, but I had a child, um, in high school. And for me, abortion was one of the options and I chose adoption. And there was a lot for me around that whole, um, as people were saying, don't have an abortion, just, just, just give, give it, it up. It up. For, yeah. Yes. And I was like, I as was, if that's tr- easy. Yes. And I was triggered by this. Cause I'm like, just giving it up. Like, and first of all, giving it up, it's like, what is that? It's, it's a human being, a child who is going to grow up and wonder where they came from and who they are. And there's a whole lot that comes into impact with identity. So like talk to adoptees, talk to people who don't know who their parents are. And so that's not a simple, and it's not simple for the woman either to just pretend that it didn't exist. So there's consequences for every single choice that you make and they're hard choices. And so for me, I'm like very much you choose what's best for you and your child, not what, what everyone else is saying. And so I was very triggered by that, like, just give it up kind of thing. And so I finally, I did say something cause I felt like I had something to say about it. I think that, um, I think you're right. I think that was something that I just felt compelled to say, but there are a lot of things that I don't feel like are my place to say that I'm not super tr- triggered or charged on and that don't have anything to do with my brand, but I do believe you're right on that. I, Yeah. I also yeah. think like going back to, you know, who has the right to say something about something. I think anyone has the right to say it, right? Like, and I think as consumers, it's probably our job to filter out who the source is. So for example, you know, if someone, especially when everything happened with COVID and the pandemic and the vaccine, you were seeing a lot of people who had no expertise in like infectious disease weighing in Mm -hmm. and it's fine, but I'm also like, that's not a credible source, you know, like, so if you want to talk about that, fine, but I'm going to listen to, you know, I'm going to read the research. I'm going to listen to the people who like the scientists, people who have the actual credibility when it comes to something like abortion. If if you're a woman, like you have a say, you know, if anyone doesn't have a say, probably a a dude, you know, because I'm just like, it's not your body. It's not, you know, so, and I think we've been seeing a lot of memes and we don't have to talk about like, is it right? Is it pro-choice or pro-life? Right. I mean, I'm, I'm pro-choice, but, um, I think, you know, do you have a right to say something? Are you an expert in it? And then you don't have to say something about every single issue at all, especially if you don't know the whole thing or you don't have an expertise. Um, but also realize that if you have a personal brand and this is what's hard for followers, I think, is they're following you for health and fitness, but mm-hmm. again, it's a whole brand. It's a whole bunch of things. And I don't think you can separate that when you have a personal brand. So, I mean, for me, maybe it's not sharing something about, I'm trying to think like maybe not sharing something about, um, you know, infectious disease or abortion, but I don't know, I'll share something. I'm trying to think like, what would be something like non-fitness related that I would share? 
know, relationship stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Relationship yeah. stuff, boundary stuff. Someone can be like, mm-hmm. I'm here for workouts. And I'm like, I'm sorry because, yeah. you know, I am a whole ass person and have a lot of feelings and a lot of things and have a lot of experience. And I want to share that. And you can just filter it through. Do I, do I agree with Jill? Does that make sense for me? You know, does that not land for me? And all of that's valid. I think um, people are allowed to unfollow yep. as they see fit. You know, and I want to be able to unfollow, you know, it's interesting after um, like the George Floyd stuff in, you know, I know that a lot of accounts who were sharing a lot of like sort of anti-racism um, content. And, and I think there were a lot of people similar to you and I, who at that time were very hungry to learn more because there was just so much we didn't know. Um, and just really hungry to learn more and to, to learn from people who have an expertise in this and, you know, can educate and, you know, unfortunately those accounts grew really fast with people who just were hungry for that information. And now we're kind of seeing two years later, a lot of these account owners saying like, where are all the people, you know, where, why aren't you staying for pictures of my family? And why aren't you staying for, you know, other stuff about me? Are you just here for anti-racism education? And I get that. And, you know, I think if you, you know, do a great job of including your audience in the other parts of your life. And I think that's why it's important that people will stay for other stuff. They'll stay for the other parts of your life. They're not going to just stay. But I know for me, I get a lot of followers when I post workouts, a lot of followers when I post like little pithy comments about nutrition, like the hard, like the tactical stuff. And then, you know, I'll share pictures of Pip or my business, you know, content. And people are like, wait, what? I thought this was workouts. So they'll unfollow. And that's just part of the deal. That's just part of the, you know, the consequence of sharing what you want. And it also can be really beautiful because I'm looking at my, my insights on Instagram and I'm like, these are my exact people which is really cool. Cause you know, the people who stay are like ride or dies. I'm like, I have the absolute best people following me because it's all 100% self-filtered. They don't want to stay. They won't stay. Yeah. So if they're staying, that means that they really resonate. And so I, I think it's a perfect filtering system to be honest. It is. And that's, I think probably the question comes from that fear of losing people, because right. if you draw a line in the sand on something as controversial as abortion, you'll definitely lose people, but you'll also get people who are, you know, in agreement with you or people who are open-minded who want to hear your side and maybe still a still love the rest of your content and they can overlook. But I think it is one of those things where, and I think it's for marketing to draw a line in the sand on certain things is important because you do get the people who are just your people, your ride or dies. And there's plenty but, of people. It's the internet, yes, you know, yes. so there's plenty of people who do fall in line with what you believe. Yeah. But and I they're think out there's, there. there's such a fear when you're a beginner, you start sure. like, ah, oh, I, I lost four followers today. Right. We're like, okay. And Maybe when you only have 150, you feel yes. like, you know, that's a lot yeah. for sure. I get and that. It, and it feels like when you post, you're, you're suddenly scared to post again. Cause you're like, mm-hmm. Oh shoot, I lost four or five people. Mm-hmm. What if I keep losing and keep losing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work, work that like way. that. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I used to post, um, on the sweaty Betty's, I did this, uh, inappropriate picture Friday and every Friday I posted just this ridiculous picture that I can find on the internet. It, it was different every week. I got reported many times. Um, but every week I would look at my insights and I would lose the most amount of people, but I would always net gain. So I might lose a thousand people in a day, but then I gain like 1200 and it was wild. You could just see my insights would just have like a spike every Friday, a spike every Friday on both sides up and down. So people would share it. And the people who loved it would come follow. And then the people who were like, this is disgusting. I can't believe you're putting this online. They would unfollow. And as I continued to do it, it would just clear out the people who were, I don't know, funny duddies or the ones who didn't get my sense of humor and bring in the people who did. And so while while I lost a ton, I tended to net gain. So even like my average was not that many. 
every week, but I still was like clean. It was almost like cleaning yes. house. It was know? like mulling, you know, and, that, and you and I had a conversation. We started doing the memes on the best life page. We're just like, do we just say fuck it? And just like share these funny ass memes and like let the <laughs> chips fall. Yep. And yeah, we've certainly had people who do not like the memes and they unfollow, you know, and then yeah. we have a lot of people who like to, to watch them because they have similar, you know, uh, sense of humor as we do. And so that's an example. And I think the idea that so many people are going to disagree with you, even, I mean, we saw this during the pandemic too. It was very early in the pandemic. It was very, because everyone was so scared. It was very quote unquote unpopular to go against like masks to go against the vaccine at the beginning, right? It was very like, you know, but a lot of those accounts that were anti-mask, anti-vaccine went through the roof. Yes. Because there were a lot of people who were looking for someone to champion what they felt. And, and by the way, there's a lot of accounts that were pro-vaccine, pro-mask that also went through the roof, right? But it was the people who took a stand on either side. Now, you have to pick and choose which stand you take. I don't think you need to take a stand on every single thing. And that goes to this gal's question. So my sort of caveat was like, yes, if you're literally having a hard time not posting about it, then absolutely. But if you're just focusing, you're just posting because you feel like you have to, or because you feel guilty or because you should, that's more just performative. And I don't know that that's really beneficial, but if someone says, Hey, I'm just here for fitness, then I don't know, tell them that you are a multidimensional person with multi-passions and they can see themselves out if it doesn't resonate totally fine. But that's the best part about social media is having your own little corner of the internet that can be just yours. Yeah. And if you're a creator, that is like fuel to your fire, baby, you know? So I would never tell someone that they shouldn't, that there's rules to posting. Yeah. I wish I had this advice. I wish I had us in this podcast when I was starting out because I definitely was stifled toward the end of the sweaty buddies. And, and maybe it was a good, I mean, it was a good thing because it just happened, but I, the reason, the whole reason I rebranded out of sweaty buddies was because I started to talk about other things that I was passionate about and excited about. I was passionate about, you know, entrepreneurship and leadership and, and finances. And I remember posting a couple of times and someone was like, why are you talking about money? This is a fitness account. And I was like, ah, oh. and I remember for a long time, I just felt like I couldn't post anything because there were so many things I wanted to say, I wanted to talk about, but I started to go, but this is not fitness. This is something else. This is relationships. This is mindset. And I felt very, very stuck. And I finally got to the place where I was like, maybe if I'm just not called sweaty buddies, if I am called Danny J, then I could talk about whatever I want to talk about. So I always say like, for a lot of people, when they're thinking about brand names, or should I call myself my brand or should I make up a name? And they're trying to come up with a name. There's pros and cons to both. When I did the sweaty buddies, people could, they knew what it was, right? It was fitness. It sounded like a female brand. It was easy. So I grew very quickly when you go by your name, like Danny J I could talk about whatever I want, but who the fuck is that? Like I'm not Ellen or Oprah. So right, right. like, Oh, Ellen. Yeah. Yes. I'm following her. They're like, Danny J who's that? I don't know what she talks about. So there's pros and cons, but being Danny J, I can talk about a lot of different things mm -hmm. and I can take a different lane if I decide to, but it is, um, it can make you feel weird. If somebody makes that comment, yeah. like, why are you talking about this? And going back, you know, I didn't have to switch. I didn't have to change my brand but it's fine. Like it is, I did what I did and I'm, you know, I'm glad I went down a different path and I did make some courses for money and things like that, but you don't have to not say anything. Mm -hmm. People can make the comment like why, but if you stay on track 80% of the time with your topic and every once in a while you go off something else, I think it's totally fine. Well, and you're also selling, like if you're selling fitness and nutrition products, 
you know, there's a good chance that they're going to, that someone's going to want to buy a fitness or nutrition product from you because you align values wise. Yes. You know? So like, to me, I'm like, yeah, show people, show your audience, your values. Mm -hmm. They're probably, let's be honest. You probably don't have quote unquote, the best fitness program out there. Right. How could you even quantify that? But you have a great fitness product and they're going to buy it because they connect with you. Not because they're like, she has the best workouts in the best order. Right. It's never about that. It's always about who's putting it on. And do I vibe with them? This is this whole conversation. It's funny to me because it reminds me of you and I got a review on the best life. What about a year ago, probably? And someone was just like, these people aren't experts. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that uh, review yeah. we got? It basically was like, if you just want to listen to a podcast that, you know, of like hanging out with your best friends, then this is entertaining, but these people aren't, aren't experts. And I was like, and I, at first I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, maybe we aren't experts. And I was like, actually, we're not in a lot of this, these things. Yeah. But that's exactly what this podcast is. It's a discussion with friends. Yeah. I think about like the Joe Rogan podcast, which is the number one podcast in the world. And yeah, he has different experts on, but then he also does a lot of episodes with just his friends. Like literally he just gets his yeah. like comedian friends to come on and they bullshit for three hours and people yep. fucking listen to that. So I also want to make space for the fact that you don't have to be an expert and all this, all the time. And people can decide if they don't like, so if someone's listening to the best life and they're like, I need these people to be experts in everything they talk about, then yeah, you're probably not going to listen to us on every single topic. Um, you know, we do our best and we have fun with it, but we don't know everything. And of course there are certain episodes where we are actually experts and we'll speak on that stuff too. And then, but most of the time, not most of the time, like half the time it's just two friends yep. bullshitting. And maybe you just decide to opt out of those. And that's kind of what you're going to get here. And again, there's, it's a perfect filtering system. I feel like. Yeah. I love it. Well, I'm, you know, I would love to hear from some of you on, if you've talked about some of these dividing things and the, how it was received. If, did you get messages? Cause I found personally the times where I was scared to talk about something, the times that I was about to draw a line in the sand, things I was most afraid to post were generally the ones where I get the most DMS or replies back to my email saying, thank you for saying this. Thank you for doing that. And in general, I find it to be a positive experience. So, and you might even find because you, the, who you, you are who you are anyway, that likely some of these line in the sand things, your audience already aligns with you because they they get your vibe anyway. So they're not going to be shocked by like your sudden, oh my gosh, I didn't think you were a baby killer right. or something, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I right. think that yeah. they're mostly going to be understanding or in agreement because they already follow you and they already like you and they already get some kind of your vibe. And you don't always have to state something for people to kind of know where you, you might or believe. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of ways people are that you can go, I would imagine, I don't have to ask, but I would imagine that they you know, agree with this stance or that they would be on this side of the fence. Sometimes people will shock you, but I think for the most part, you're going to be surprised that people will be supportive and you're not going to turn as many away. But if you do again, back to, it's going to be more net positive than mm -hmm. the negative. Agree. So. Always. It always is. Yeah. The idea that you're just going to like keep losing followers every single day until you have zero followers is just never, that would never happen. Yeah. And I think, and I, honestly, I think the people who stay the most stagnant are the ones who don't ever 
have any line in the sand. You know, you don't have to take a, a stand on a political issue, but yeah. say you're a health and fitness pro, you do need to draw a line in the sand on like what your philosophy is. You know, is it is it weight training for women? Do they need to be getting stronger? Like what's the, you know, what's, is it a moderation 365? Is it more like hardcore mm -hmm. nutrition? Like you do have to have a, a philosophy and a stance on the things you are an expert in. So people know what they're going to get, but you don't have to always take a stance on every single tiny political issue. Yeah. But if you feel that strongly, then 100% you should. Yeah. I like that. Let's see what cool. people say. That's right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thank you for listening. And um, remember, we're not experts. We're just here, a couple gals having a conversation and uh, hopefully you guys find it entertaining. Actually, I've gotten a couple of people reaching out lately. Um, shout out Sam, who was like, oh my God, I just found the best life pie. She's a client of mine. And she's like, I want to leave your review. I don't know where to do that. So if you're like oh. Sam, and of course I, I sent her a screenshot, but for those of you who don't know, and we would love reviews only if it's a five star though, only if it's a five star, as you guys know, if it's, yep. if it's less than a five star, <laughs> we're going to talk about you on the podcast for sure. DM us. Let's have a conversation about this. Um, you can go to wherever you listen to, especially well, I'll just go in like the, the Apple podcast app, you go to our page. So you can click on our, one of the episodes to get to our podcast page and then just scroll down to the bottom. And then you'll see a thing that says, you know, choose or rate it or whatever, give us a five star. And then when you click on that, it will allow for you to also write something if you would like. So ratings are great. Reviews are even better. And we so appreciate them, you guys. And of course, we're, our DMs are always open. Happy to talk more about this than we do. And Danny will just be in the DMs going back and forth with you for hours. So if you just have <laughs> a few hours and you're bored, send us a DM and Danny will get it. back to you. Yep. We'll get, I'll get back to you. All right. I'll, I'll see All you right. in the next episode. Bye guys. Bye.